Hello and welcome to the Modern Casanova podcast with me, Troy Francis. So great to be here, great to be back with you guys, recording a podcast from the wonderfully dull and gloomy London. Um, it's the middle of August and yeah, it kind of looks a bit autumnal out there already. So I mean, I'm hoping September is going to be good, but it's kind of like we've had our summer now, we've had our fun and... That's it now. The gloom is descending. Um, I'm only joking. It was actually quite nice this week, so let's hope we get some nice weather. The girls are still out and about. The short skirts are still here. Not today, maybe, but generally speaking. So it's all good. It's all good. And there's everything to play for out there in the day game and game space. So any updates from me before we crack into the uh, topic for this week? Uh, well... It's been a funny few weeks, really. Um, I'm very busy with uh, some extracurricular type stuff, some life admin, as they say. Um, last weekend as well, I had my um, friend with benefits, Brigitte, uh, Brigitte, coming over from the lovely uh, Budapest. So that was cool. And we hung out and we went to uh, a very naughty nightclub in London. And had a very fun time there. And if you want to find out more about what happened, if you have a look at my uh, website, if you look at the article that I posted last Sunday, then you'll be able to read all about the very naughty time that we had there together last weekend. Um, week before that, I was with family. I was catching up with some family members outside London, which was good. And then the week before that... I did something else. I can't even remember, but I had to do... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So I went to my uh, friend's um, christening for his kids. If uh, And I, I did some content about that as well. There was an article about that, if you remember, a few weeks back. So, you know, it's kind of like <clears throat> sometimes life just happens, doesn't it? And we've got these obligations that we have to fulfill. We have to travel. We have to see people and so on. But this weekend... It's all good because I've got a weekend to myself and I'm standing in my apartment uh, recording this podcast. I've been doing work. I've got the place cleaned. Um, and good news, I will begin this weekend to start working on a new book. So um, the last book, as you know, if you've read it or if you haven't, you'd probably be aware the last book was How to Be an Arsehole, which is up on Amazon now. Uh, and that, incidentally, is now available in paperback as well as an ebook. So if you prefer paperbacks, go to Amazon. All of my books now are available as paperbacks um, and ebooks, with the exception of Text Game Mastery, which is a um, a ebook only uh, at the moment. But it's only a short little uh, little book. So uh, yeah, so go over, have a look at that, uh, get a copy if you haven't already, the feedback's been great, really pleased with that, but now it is time for me to begin working on a new project, and the project that I will be working on is a book aimed at guys who are over 40 and want to get into game, or guys who are over 40 who have always been into game, or guys who are over 40 who've maybe been married or been in long-term relationships and they come out of those relationships and now they want to meet and date new girls. So 
You might remember earlier in the year, I did a series of articles over a week on my website, realtroyfrancis.com, where I talked about just this topic. I talked about game for the 40 plus guy. And those, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, those articles were very, very popular. Uh, lots of people like those articles. They emailed me about them. They said, you know, there's so much material out there for guys who are in their 20s, but what about guys who are a bit older? You know, what about guys who've been around the block a little bit? You know, we're not going out to the, the nightclub every night. You know, we want to, you know, we're at a different stage in our lives, but we still want to meet, you know, attractive, hot women. Um, you know, and, and it's great. They really like the fact that I was doing content that spoke to that. So um, off the back of that, my intention now is to write a book. Uh, on that subject and to really expand the ideas that I introduced in those articles. So that will be the next project. And I'm just now, finally, after quite a busy period since I came back from traveling um, in June, July, that I've now got the chance to sort of begin work on that in earnest. So I'm looking forward to that. And obviously, there'll be more uh, updates on that as I work through it. But if uh, anyone's got any suggestions, if you've got any feedback, anything that you think I should cover, anything you think I shouldn't cover, uh, anything at all really, then please, as always, do get in touch, drop me an email. If you go to my website, you'll be able to email me from there. Uh, my email address is Troy7Laws at gmail.com. Com. That's Troy Francis Seven Laws at gmail.com. I'll go on to Twitter. Um, find me on Twitter and you can drop me a message on there as well. So please do keep in touch with any thoughts that you might have about that new project that's coming up, that new book. Okay, so now I want to get into today's topic. And this is a topic that I think is really, really interesting. And it's of concern for all of us, really. I think all guys who are interested in this area of life, uh, all guys who are interested in having the modern Casanova existence, all guys who are players or aspire to be players. I think this is a very, very important topic. And this podcast lasts for half an hour, of which we've got um, a rapidly descending amount of time left. So we're not going to solve this today. I'm not going to um, you know, wrap this up neatly with a bow, I'm afraid, um, and hand it over to you on a silver platter because what I want to talk about today is the end game of game. Um, <clears throat> I want to talk about where all of this is going. And the truth is, there is no easy answer. There's no simple answer to that question. Um, it's a question that people have come to me about in the last you know, year, couple of years. It's a question certainly that I've gone to other guys about. It's a question that's been very much on my mind when I think about my own life and I look at the lives <clears throat> of other people that I know. And, you know, it's something that we all need to consider because basically as men, what this question comes down to is, you know, how best to live our lives and how best particularly to live our lives when we have swallow the red pill, if you want to use that uh, language, or when we have, uh, you know, a bachelor lifestyle, when we are players, when we are people who are 
going out an interesting game and maybe with people that, you know, we're not interested or we're not built for, you know, long-term monogamous relationships in the way that our parents were or, or the other people that we know are. You know, we want that little bit more from life. We want that excitement. We want that more in Casanova uh, global seducer playboy lifestyle. And who doesn't? But we are also, you know, we are getting, maybe we're getting older. Maybe we're in our 40s. Maybe we're in our 50s, 60s. And, you know, we have to think, well, okay, where am, where is this going? You know, where am I going to end up if I... Uh, seriously throw myself into this lifestyle. Now, <clears throat> I was talking to someone about this earlier. This actually came out of somebody who contacted me and I had a, a, a really great conversation with him earlier. So um, so thank you to that person. And I, I want to just add a little bit of, um, you know, some of the thoughts that we discussed, uh, sort of broaden that out to a wider audience by putting it onto the podcast. And, you know, as I say, this is something that's, you know, very significant for me. Um, so I'm talking about it now. So what I said to him was, um, the short answer is I don't know. The short answer is I don't know what the end game is. Now that's not me doing a cop out or that's not because I don't think I'm, you know, fully versed or competent to talk about it. I do have a lot of thoughts and ideas about it that I want to share, but you know, in the end, what is the, what is going to come become of the game community well i you know i don't know and i can't say because i can't look into the future you know i don't have a crystal ball and and anyway things are changing so rapidly i mean society is changing so quickly around us that everything is now different um than it was for you know 10 years ago five years ago um but certainly since you know previous generations everything is so different and the rate of change is accelerating. And, you know, really what I mean by that is um, societal changes, but particularly technological changes, which are impacting on the way that we live our lives, on the way that we date, on the way that we interact with other human beings. Um, So who's to say really where that's going to go in the next 10, 15, 20, 25 years? It's, it's almost unimaginable when we think in the last 10 years, we've seen the rise of the social networks and the enormous, and, and also the, you know, the improvements with broadband and, and the internet generally. So the enormous, enormous sort of societal changes that those things have affected in themselves. I mean, you know, <clears throat> who knows where it's going to go, really, in the next, you know, however many years. It's, it's almost impossible to... To, to predict really, or certainly it is, is for me anyway, I don't, I can't pretend to predict where the technology is going to take us, but look at it like this. You have somebody like my dad who is 67 years old and he's not somebody who's into game. You know, he doesn't listen to the Morning Casanova podcast. He's aware of my work, shall we say, but um, he hasn't read any of the books. Um, he, I don't even know if he's read, he may have read an article or something, but you know, basically, he's not somebody who's into game. He's not somebody who's into pickup uh, or anything like that. But 67 years old, he is into internet dating. And through internet dating, he goes out with, uh, you know, young, younger, attractive 
women, he's formed relationships, he's had girlfriends and so on. And this is a guy in his late 60s. So if you think about that, I mean, a generation ago, a generation before him, that would have been unimaginable. Um, his parents, my grandparents died, they were in their 60s when they, they died, and they've been married for their whole life. Um, and even then, and that was in the 90s, there was... There just wasn't the technology around for people to sort of meet easily. So it would have been very difficult for my grandparents, even had they had the inclination to, to, to sort of split up because you, they would have thought, well, I'm just not going to meet. How do I meet anybody else? Unless it's at the bowls club or something, you know, or the golf club. Um, you, you know, the avenues for meeting and dating other people. For, for, for individuals of, you know, more mature years, let's say, uh, were limited. And now they're not, or they're not in the same way. You know, if you are 67, you can be on the dating site, not necessarily Tinder, uh, but, you know, a regular dating site. And you can you can meet people and you can go and, uh, you know, go out with them, form relationships. And that is, uh, you know, a very real possible thing. So there's been a seismic change <clears throat> in our lifetimes in terms of how somebody's life needs to look. Now, my dad was married twice uh, to my mother and then to my stepmother. Um, he had kids, obviously I'm one of them, and you know, then he became single again, and now he, as I say, is, is dating and meeting different people. So, you know, he made life choices based on what was conventional when he was um, a, a young guy, which was basically that you'd meet somebody and you'd marry them and you'd have, you'd have a couple of kids and you'd get a job and, you know, all of those regular societal things. But, <clears throat> you know, that was before all of these different possibilities and opportunities were available. I mean, would he make those same decisions if he was 24 now and he had Tinder and he had uh, the internet and he had dating sites and, you know, whatever else? Hard to say. Very hard to say. You know, he was a product of his time, as we all are. Um, but what we have to recognize in our lifetimes is that as things are changing, you know, we have to change with them, or at least there's a great opportunity to change with them. So now I'm in, you know, a, I mean, who knows how long I would live for, but I'm in sort of around the middle of my life. And um, around me, things are changing incredibly quickly. And I can see that because I'm, you know, I'm. I'm concerned with it from the point of view of my business and I'm, you know, I'm surrounded by people younger as well. So, you know, I'm very, very conscious of how things have, have changed. And I've kept up to date with Tinder, with Snapchat, with, you know, Instagram and, and all the rest of it. So I'm very aware of how, you know, of, of, of how everything, everything works and how people operate today. Um, so on that basis, how do I make decisions about the rest of my life? Now, previously, my decision, if I was my dad, or my, from my, you know, if I was born in 1950 like my dad was, then my decision would have been find a woman, settle down, get married, etc. Now I don't have to make that decision because I've seen my father and I've seen other guys that I know older than me, um, I, you know, um, continue to date into their later lives um, and to, to be all right. And actually, when I look at guys older than me, and I do know... Uh, quite a few guys who are sort of in their 50s, 60s and so on <clears throat> um, in London, Berlin and other places. And, 
you know, a lot of them are single and a lot of them are pretty happy. So, you know, we have this sort of lonely old man uh, mentality, this lonely old man myth that, you know, people will say, well, yeah, but you're, you know, you need to find that partner, you need to find that special person because otherwise you'll be lonely and you'll be miserable and you'll be depressed and you'll die alone and all that kind of stuff. And then, but then you look out into the real world and you see the reality of it, which is maybe that's not the case. Maybe actually these guys who are older are having a pretty damn good time. Now granted, um, a lot of the people that I know have kids. Um, a lot of these men that I know have kids. So they have uh, fulfilled their, their their biological imperative in that regard, if you like. So they've ticked the box of, uh, you know, procreating, passing on their genes or whatever. Um, you know, so that's out of the way. And now they're free to not be married and to kind of spend their time as they want to spend it and, you know, date or not date or do whatever they want to do. Uh, so there is an argument to say, well, uh, you know, do you want to have kids or not? And this is something that I spoke to um, the guy that I spoke with earlier when we were talking about this, this very issue. I mean, the first thing I said was, do you, do you want to have kids or not? And that, I think, is something we all need to we all need to factor in because as much as we don't have the biological clock in the same way that, that women do, nevertheless, you know, it is a consideration. Do you really want to be having young kids to look after when you're in your 70s or something? I mean, it's, it's not ideal, you know. So that's something that we all need to, you know, to, to think about. And that is a very, very, very big thing because, you know, whatever your answer to that uh, question is, is going to have a big impact on your life. I mean, particularly, obviously, if you have them, because then you've, you've got kids and you, you need to look after them and you need to raise them. Um, if you don't, then you, you know, you might be perfectly fine with that or, you know, maybe regret will come into it. Now, for me, um, I don't, you know, I've never been particularly somebody who's, you know, jumps up for joy about uh, the idea of having kids. It's not, it's not really something I've ever particularly wanted to do. Um, but then by the same token, you know, I'm not inhuman. I mean, I do have, sometimes I have paternal feelings. And I mean, recently seeing my friend's kids and then thinking about my ex-girlfriend and so on, you know, those paternal feelings will come up. And, you know, there's a part of me that thinks, oh God, you know, but I'm, you know, what, what, and I, I look at my father and I look at how my father interacts with me and my sisters and I think, well, yeah, I mean, that he's got something. There's something real there um, that must be a great thing. That must be an incredible thing. Um, and at the moment, I, I haven't got that. And the way things are set up, you know, it, it maybe that, that doesn't happen uh, for me or, or that I particularly want it to happen. Um so, it's, you know, and so it's a consideration, you know, is that an opportunity cost or, or not? I mean, I, I don't know, really. Then, on the other hand, I was um, I was out with a friend this week, a married man who I know, who is similar age to me, um, and he's having a, a, a bad time. He's having a not a particularly happy time at home. His kid, who he loves very much, uh, is has some behavioral problems, is acting up, um, He's out at work all day. The father, that is, not the kid. He's out at work all day. He comes home. The kid is acting up. The kid has been, you know, arguing with the with the mother, this guy's wife. Um, she's exhausted. 
disillusioned, uh, you know, pissed off, um, and it's putting a lot of strain on them. And, you know, it, that is a difficult situation. Now, that to me doesn't sound like a hell of a, hell of a lot of fun. Um, it's a, it, you know, it, it, it's a tough situation. Um, there's no easy answers in terms of what to do with that. And that's the other thing about, you know, having kids is that we think it's going to turn out, you know, you, you think about it and you think, okay, yeah, you know, some sleepless nights early on, I get that. It's going to be expensive. Okay, fine. But maybe I can handle that. But, you know, you're talking about bringing another human being onto the planet. I mean, there's so much that can happen. There's so much that can, can go wrong as well as what could be great about it. So it's a massive, massive thing. Um, but not always this kind of amazing ribbon tied up in a bow sort of idea that we, you know, maybe some people think it is. You know, there are difficulties with it. It's not straightforward. It's not easy. Um, you know, it, it won't even necessarily bring you happiness in the way that you, you think. So massive, massive thing. But putting that to one side then I think we all need to just think on an individual level. Okay, well, where do, where do I want this to go for me? And, you know, people will say to me and to other people who write or who are, you know, who, who, who write content about game or, or players or whatever, you know, they'll say, okay, so, um, you know, what does this mean then? So you're into this game stuff. You're into chatting up, picking up women. Does that mean you're going to be 17, you're going to be in the club trying to chat women up, you know, you're going to be the old man in the club, it's going to be really sad, you know, you're just going to be a loser, you're going to be unhappy. And yes, I mean, of course, that sounds pretty horrendous. I mean, you know, the, the idea that you are still running around when you are, you know, in that later part of your life, trying to chat up women all the time is, is pretty... You know, it's not a particularly um, attractive one, uh, and it's not something I particularly aspire to. But having said that, you know, what are the alternatives? Now, I think one of the things that I suspect happens, and I think it may be happening for me already, is that your libido does slow down. And I have to report, even in the last year, um, and I am in my early forties, even in the, even in the last year, my libido has has dropped to some extent. Now, I suspect it will come back. Um, I don't know that this is the beginning of the end, as it were. Um, I, I think the truth is, it's been a pretty momentous year for a number of reasons. And, um, you know, I'm making some big changes in my life and so on. And, 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 and also been working hard on, you know, my business and my writing. And really, those things have taken precedence to a degree. So, you know, and try. I mean, trying to balance making a, you know, making content, making product out of chasing girls, and actually doing the chasing girls is ironically um, <laughs> quite a difficult balance because both of them are very time-consuming. Both of them are sort of quite all-consuming, and um, you know, it's kind of funny that it, 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 at the height of my you know, girl chasing, I was probably producing the least content and now I'm producing a lot more content, but my girl chasing has gone down because, you know, something's got to give. Um, but that's also because I'm in a full-time job as well. So, you know, there's a, I've got a lot going on basically. Um, but anyway, look, I mean, what I'm saying is my libido, I think has gone down a bit. I don't feel quite as, you know, enslaved by the desire for fresh pussy as perhaps I, I did a few years ago. Um, 
I suspect as guys get older, that that continues. Um, you know, there's a gentle sort of tailing off. Um, and then there are other interests, you know, there are other interests. And I mean, my, you know, as I said, I think we need to think about individually where do we want to go with this. You know, if you do want to have a family, if you do want to be, you know, have kids and you want a woman to be around, uh, you know, to, to bring them up, then, you know, okay, maybe you are aware of, you know, this manosphere-type stuff, you're aware of the, the potential pitfalls, but you're going to find a way to make it work. Okay, well, you need to you need to concentrate on that, then. And I, I know guys who are doing that, and, you know, I don't think it's for me, but good luck to them, you know, but you need to find a way to make that work. Now, for me, what is most important, I have come to realise, is my work, so my writing um, and my other creative endeavours, and I mean writing about game or about pickup, but also, you know, I, I have ambitions beyond that um, in fiction and, you know, writing about other, other topics and so on. And, you know, for me, that is the important bit, really. So, you know, I need to find a way through this knowledge that I've amassed and through, you know, the, the experience that I've got and the connections that I've made, I need to find a way to foreground that, um, you know, so what, how, how would it look for me? Well, probably at the moment, the way, you know, my life is at the moment is, is pretty good in the sense that I live alone, which is great. You know, I've lived alone all of this year. Um, previous to that, I had my girlfriend living with me. And then before that, I had a flatmate, uh, a roommate, a female roommate even, which was even worse. Um, and it's great to finally have my own space and be alone. It, 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 it's made my productivity go up significantly. I feel a lot clearer in myself. Um, but at the same time, you know, I also have female fuck buddies, friends with benefits. Um, there's a couple of them on the scene at the moment. Uh, you know, who come, who I see regularly, and so, you know, we have sex, and we hang out, and we have a good time together, and that's great, um, but I don't have a living partner, I don't have somebody who's here the whole time, and when I did, as I've talked about before, you know, I found that very hard to deal with, with the, the way my personality is, and the way that my, you know, my life is organised, so <clears throat> I think that, um, for me, a nice way of organizing my life is to effectively be single, but to have girlfriends who are not, um, you know, who, who don't become too sort of engulfing, who don't sort of become wives, essentially, or sort of living partners. And it's, you know, I need to keep um, these things fairly casual. Now, you know, is that doable long term? Uh, I don't know. Um, you know, I think, Black Dragon, if you look at Black Dragon's blog, he has some really interesting stuff to say about long-term non-monogamous relationships. Um, I haven't personally made that work yet. Uh, I am, you know, not sceptical of him. I'm sure he's doing it, but I am, you know, I think it remains to be seen if that's something that I can do myself. I, I don't know. Um, but I need to think about the direction I want to aim in. And I would say in very vague terms, the direction I need to aim in is more like that, or certainly non-living, non, you know, sort of serious uh, female partners, or, or sort of certainly, certainly not, you know, not we're not looking at routes of marriage and kids here. I need to look more at that than the other route, which is, uh, you know, the traditional marriage, 
kids living together and all the rest of it route. So I know broadly the direction I, I need to go in. Now, can I say with certainty that it's going to make me happy? Can I say that with certainty that when I'm 70, I'm going to say, yes, hallelujah, I'm so glad that I chose this and my life is wonderful now? I can't say that. I don't know. I don't know how I will feel. I mean, it, it could be that, you know, I get to that age and I think, oh, if only I, I would have... Um, you know, if only, if only I had have settled down, if only, if only I hadn't done that stupid podcast and written those ridiculous books, uh, I could have had a wonderful wife and she could have been here mopping my brow. But the difficulty with that is it's all very well to say that, if I, if I did say such a thing, um, but how many marriages do end? How many marriages do become unhappy? Um, you know, I mean, as I said, my dad was married twice. He is now single. I have another, I have a friend who is in his 60s, I think, as well. He's been married five times. He's now single. So when people sort of say, well, aren't you going to forget about this stupid game stuff and pick up and all that and, 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 you know, settle down or sort of do the right thing or go down the traditional route, I kind of think, well, that's, to me, that's a bit crazy because... There's no security in the traditional route either, and that's the problem. It's not as if I could just say, I tell you what, okay, fine, I give up, I'm going to get married. I could say that, but there's no guarantee that that will work out. There's no guarantee that in doing that, I wouldn't end up alone at the age of 67 anyway. So I suppose in summary, I think for me, it's better, or it seems to make more sense for me to do the things that make me happy at the moment, or it not even make me happy necessarily. Um, I think happiness is a kind of a an overrated concept in a way. It's not. It's not particularly about being happy. It's about what works for me in my life. And at the moment, for today, I found a way of living that seems to work okay for me. It doesn't mean I'm going around ecstatic the whole time. I'm not punching the air. Sometimes I miss my ex-girlfriend. Um, you know, I have doubts like everybody else. But by and large, broadly, this way of life at the moment seems to work. Um, I don't envisage myself hitting on girls in Tiger Tiger when I'm 50 or 55. Um, you know, but there are other countries to go to. There are a myriad of different sorts of relationships between men and women um, outside of our sort of quite narrow Western paradigm, if you like, and so there are there are lots of things to explore, and you know that's all I can do. I'm guys, I'm reporting from the front line. You know, we are bachelors in the front line. We don't know where this is going. Uh, we don't know what the technology is going to be like. We don't know what artificial intelligence is going to be like in 10, 15 years. You know, maybe I'll be shacked up with a robot wife who's really hot. Um, you know, who can say? I look forward to finding out, and I'll be obviously updating you guys and keeping you, uh, you know, appraised of, of how things are going for me. You know, it's it's a journey. I, I don't know what all the answers are, but I can go with my instincts and I can go in the direction that feels right for me at the moment, and that's really all I can do. Uh, so I hope that was useful. I hope that was interesting. Um, you know, we need to do another episode on this topic. Uh, sometime soon because there's just so much to think about and so much to talk about but I would be very very interested to hear what you guys have to say uh, about this what you think um, about your future what you think about game in the long term is it sustainable is it not sustainable 
are you going to do it for a bit and get settled and then get, get a wife and settle down? Or is it a lifelong commitment for you? You know, I'm really interested to know. So please do get in touch and let me know. And with that, I will leave it. That's enough for me for this week. I will join you next week for another episode of the Modern Casanova Podcast. This has been Troy Francis signing off. Bye-bye.